0: This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Bacon Sale.
1: All the nominees in the room supporting and leading all here, I presume. Avatar, Bill Nighy, Brandon F., and Brandon G. Steven Spielberg, I'm so fond. He cast short round, K-Hoo Kwan. Awesome Butler, you're such a dish. Puss and Boots makes his last wish. Angela Bassett did the thing. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Pinocchio's got no strings. The Banshees in Shirin. Now let's see who's going to win.
0: Yay. <laughs> Yay. Well,
1: then I died into the dance enough. Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett, Angela Bassett. The thing. <laughs> uh,
0: The most vague
1: but weird viral intro ever.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's what you get for actually singing live. I feel so bad. <laughs>
2: I know, I know poor she, was thing. Trying. she was trying, but yeah. welcome to Bake and Sell. I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And I'm Zach. And we'd like to thank you for listening to our last show. One of our most underrated shows, I might say. Yeah, indeed. It's yeah. one
0: of our underrated shows. You yes, are right. <laughs> that is a factual statement. Marissa Johnson Conover said, are chocolate cinnamon bears underrated? I don't know if everyone mm. around me is crazy because I'm the only one that eats them. So are good. they nobody, underrated? No, nobody talks about them. Underrated. I literally <laughs> just got a bag of those for my wife's birthday. She loves I them. I deem them to be rated. I think nobody really? talks about them, and that is a deserved thing. I mean, thing. who goes to Winco to buy a bag of those? Nobody. Mm-hmm. I do. But, but when you get them, it is a pleasant surprise. So Okay, fine. Yeah. Underrated, yeah. for yeah. sure. Uh, Buffalo Becks on Instagram said, Most underrated over-the-counter drug? <laughs> Beano. Nice. Wait, hold on. <laughs> uh, dumb question. What does Bino do? Um, what? It helps the tum-tum. Why am I not taking this?
1: You, you can't could use this, it. This is uh, the get-up. by get the up. way, uh, Saturday, I got some food, and some I needed tums? some tums immediately, and I didn't have them. Oh. You I got carry cream in your wallet. Yeah.
2: I'm uh wallet. Like, like the little thing. It's so nice. No, but bino is the get out of gas free card for before you eat chili. <laughs> I love that so much. Can that be their advertisement?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. It's, I actually feel like the comments were leaning towards people loving that we brought in over-the-counter drugs. Yeah. As a category,
0: it's funny. By the way, this, thanks to your wife on yeah, that one. I, that was my wife picked the category. Yeah. It's so funny that of all the things we're like, hey, yeah, I like celebrities or whatever movies, or whatever. but but drugs. Uh, that's what's going to be the funny part. I, <laughs> I feel <laughs> like we're
1: going to have a whole drug show.
0: Don't, don't take Michael over Weiss the Weiss counter Weiss for drug show. Don't take mental advice for makeups. No, please, please don't have the thing. Now I need to uh, issue a formal apology, hmm. which is really not you know needed at all. It's a matter of unmet expectations that were hurled upon us. Uh, maybe unfairly. Okay. Sorry, Sam. We didn't do a junk food exclusive episode. Oh, we will. We always. But do. I'm sorry. However, yeah. he did respond on Twitter after thinking we were going to have a junk food episode and getting very excited about it. He said, "Still a good episode, Bacon Sale. I'll listen to you guys talk about subjects I'm not interested in at any time. It just might take me an entire week to do it. Mm-hmm. So it took him a little extra time. Sorry, it wasn't about junk food exclusively. But thank you for listening Eventually, to Bacon Sale. We intro- appreciate you." Oh, they're called teasers. As in, we're teasing them? Yes. Like you know, nanner nanner? Sometimes. Mm. But do you know who we're not
2: teasing? A new patron! What? Debbie Foster. <sighs> Is now what? a member of the Bacon Council. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Council. Bacon Council. You guys should have done that a little more in sync, I think.
0: Oh, yeah. No, no, it's okay. Welcome to the Council, Angela Bassett. <laughs> Angela the Bassett, This
2: is such a dated episode already. <laughs> uh, no, thank this you. always is. Thank you, Debbie, for joining the Bacon Council. You now get to be part of our secret chats. Yes, and uh, you'll be pulled occasionally. You'll get to join us uh, for our get-togethers where we uh, just kind of eat and chat and hang Ooh. out and have a good time. So thank you. We appreciate you. Yeah, welcome, Debbie. Yes, but that's not what we're talking about today.
0: What are we talking about today, Zach? We're talking about the 2023 Academy Awards, also known as the Oscars. Whoa! Oh, Whoa. Change the channel. It, uh, I'm not watching. Yeah. Oh, Just that's been on, on for an hour? Oh, no. <laughs>
2: Scroll Who's on Twitter. hosting? If you're not banned, you
0: can scroll on Twitter. Wait, who is hosting? Uh, Jimmy Kimmel again.
2: Uh, so the, the, the uh, 2004, the 95th Well, I'll tell you, 95th Academy Awards are going to take place on March 12th, 2023. Jimmy Kimmel will be the host. He had hosted the 89th and the 90th back in 2017 and 2018. Oh, that's when the ratings started going down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not a great choice. And it's but this is always put on by ABC. Yeah. And he's an ABC guy. It makes boy. They probably don't even pay him extra. It's probably, probably. just a part of his contract yeah. or something. A punishment. And yeah, so here's the deal. We, we, we know that interest <laughs> in the Oscars is waning. Yeah. Very much so. But we do this. We, we sacrifice our time and our mental capacity to watch these movies and to, to study up on these subjects for, so you don't have to. For,
0: for yourselves. No. You, you do it
1: for yourself. Last year, yeah, okay, we do. Last year, we apologized so much. We had three people comment, I like these shows. It keeps me up to date on movies. And I went, okay, three people's all I need. We're, we're going to do the show next year. Were they your burner accounts?
2: Yes, they were. Okay. He compliments himself. But <laughs> Very also, while uh, well, well, the interest in the Academy Awards is waning, the interest in giveaways is not. Because we are doing another Bacon and Sell Oscar Ballot giveaway. Yes. Oscar ballad to give away. <laughs> Here we go.
0: We didn't even talk about what that's from. I guarantee most of our audience is not uh, even from The S- SAG uh, the, S- the,
1: the BAFTAs. The BAFTAs. The BAFTAs? Yes. Ariana oh, DeBose, who's an Oscar winner, performed right. her uh, impromptu rap while well, they wrote it at the beginning of the BAFTAs. And she's sang the, the uh, female nominees in a rap, and it was horrible. Yeah, yeah, it was great. terrible. But... You know, it's not going to be horrible
2: is if you go to BaconCell.com or look at our social media pages after this episode posts, Mm -hmm. you will find our link to the BaconCell 2023 Oscar ballot where you get to make predictions about the winners. Uh, You can do your research or you can take wild guesses. It doesn't really matter. Or you could just like work at a movie theater that's worked in the past. Yes, it does. (laughs) Uh, But whoever gets the most points, there's a tiebreaker. We're trying to avoid those ties. will receive a $50 gift certificate to your local movie theater. Hmm, that's Aww. funny, isn't it? So get your submissions in. I'll we'll get you almost a whole ticket. The ballot will close on Saturday, March 11th at 11.59 p.m. Mountain Time. Whoa. Because Intense. we don't want anyone to go into Sunday. Yeah. So, so it's cl- it closes down the closes day before the Oscars. The day before. We're not letting anyone start guessing when they're walking down the red carpet. Who won of the three of us last year? Oh, last year? Yeah. Well, that would be Vegas.
1: Excuse uh. me, Zach. <laughs> Vegas one. For
0: the record, I did not claim a, re- am I a reward because I didn't earn it. You did. You Googled.
2: You could have. I didn't. Did you really not? Yeah. No, no last year it was Zach uh, got 19 out of 23 correct. I got 18 out of 23 correct. And Kent, you got 17 out of
1: 23 Ooh, correct. That's, that's all right. It was a tight race. Yeah, should have gotten best picture. Yeah, no, I should have said CODA. Yeah. Does anyone remember that one? Anyways, so Zach you need to claim your prize because we also need to have another prize. I feel like the prize needs to be something pretty great. All right, guys, I'm putting this out there. Now Obviously, we prefer other places and this place didn't do very well in our tearing show. Yeah. But it's a, it's a golden ceremony, golden films, golden a golden awards, Golden statues. Golden corral. <laughs> Golden Corral is the reward. Yeah, is that a
0: reward or a punishment? Both. <laughs> and and you have to take a date.
2: Oh, okay. I was gonna say. I was just gonna say if we have to go there by ourselves. Have you ever gone by yourself to a Golden Corral? That's so sad. That would be so
1: sad. Uh, yes, and it's not that sad. Okay. <laughs> so Golden Corral, you and a date, because I'm not gonna win. You and a date, we'll go to Golden Corral. Go.
0: Yay! I want to win. My son
2: would love that actually. All he right, loves Golden Corral. Yeah. All right. So the winner of this year's between us. Yes. Gets Golden Crow. Hey, yeah. I like listener,
1: how someone else gets 50 bucks.
2: We have to go to Golden, Golden Crow. Listener, if you want to trade in your $50 gift certificate to the movie theater, uh, local movie theater, you can also get Golden Crow if you really yeah, want it. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll adjust <laughs> the price for you. Wow. So I just have a real quick fact uh, jumping into this. Okay. Sentence. So yes, fill out your ballots and uh, we'll keep track of ours as well. But uh, just real quick. In the past. The box office of Academy Award-nominated films, Best Pictures, has been horrible. Yeah. Like, just not great. Especially the past 15 years. Yeah. 20 not, years. Not great yeah. at all. Yeah. Not, not since, like, Titanic has mm-hmm. been really good. But this year, gentlemen, the combined total of all the Best Picture winners is $4.29
1: billion. <laughs> okay. Billion. And you're gonna see that they threw in some gimmies just so people okay, would watch without, this ceremony. Without Avatar
2: and oh, Top Gun Maverick, it sure. would only be five hundred and five hundred and fifty-four million. Five hundred fifty-four bucks. So about Jeez. a fourth of what it. Yeah. Of well, more less than that. Hold yeah, on. You guys saw Top Gun, right? Watch the show. Yeah. What do you think? Why'd you lie to that? Yeah. So, yes. And it's funny, too, because looking at these, this this is the first time, by the way, that two films grossing over $1 billion worldwide will be nominated for Best Picture together. Wow. Well, because they're just throwing them a bone. They're just yeah, trying totally. to get viewers. There's no way either one of those movies is going to win. One of them should win. You really think that Avatar one of them should win? Should win. Stop that. But most of these bomb. Well, I shouldn't say most of them. There's only a couple that bombed this year The Fableman's bombed, Tar bombed. Triangle of Sadness bombed. The rest probably turned a mild profit. Yeah.
1: Well, so many are just meant to be four critics, and that's it. Yeah. That, that's what it is. Yeah. Th- this is not for the box And, and that is why we're going to go through and, and give the quick synopses, give our picks and maybe why, or if we haven't seen them, what's the buzz. But still, we want to get through these, not bore you with the, the details for the short film animation, but we'll, we'll see how it
0: goes. Oh, there's a good one. Though. Okay.
1: Let's jump right into
0: it, Zach. Our first category is Actress in a Supporting Role. The nominees are... Angela Bassett, (laughs) (laughs) Black Panther, Wakanda forever.
2: Uh, We should clarify, the first time we read these, we're going to read the synopsis just as it is written on IMDb. After that, we may get tired of the same old synopsis. We may start throwing other things in. Indeed. The people of Wakanda fight to protect their home from intervening world powers as they mourn the death of King
1: T'Challa. That is like the first 15 minutes of the movie. Mm. Hong Chao, the whale. A reclusive, morbidly obese English teacher attempts to reconnect with his estranged teenage daughter.
0: Carrie Condon, The Banshees of Inishirin.
1: Two lifelong friends find themselves at an impasse when one abruptly ends their relationship, with alarming consequences for both of them. Jamie Lee Curtis, Everything Everywhere, All at Once. A middle-aged Chinese immigrant is swept up in an insane adventure in which she alone can save existence by exploring other universes connecting with the lives she could have led.
0: And Stephanie...
1: Everything Everywhere, All at Once. Same movie, Kent just said, a woman connects to herself in alternate realities. This one had a front-runner. It no longer does. Why you don't think so? Because a lot of the shows leading up to this, because the previous couple of weeks, you have the SAG Awards, Baftas, and everything like that. Angela, Bafta, you just say like yeah, BAFTA. Baftas. Angela Bassett, she was the front runner, and now not so much. Carrie Condon is actually creeping right up on her, and in fact, it, this is a race between the two of them. Yep. Everyone here does a great job. Jamie Lee Curtis, it's more of a comedic role, but, but it's she funny. She won the SAG. Jamie Lee Curtis won the SAG. Well, Lord. that's silly. The Screen Actors Guild. Yeah. I believe that Carrie Condon deserves this award. She now, Carrie was, Condon, if
2: you don't know who she is, uh, if you've seen Better Call Saul, yeah. mm-hmm. that's uh, his, that's Mike's
1: daughter. She was... Mike's daughter-in-law. Fantastic. Uh, this is a very brooding, moody movie, and she was fantastic in it. She deserves it. But, but I, she, stil- <laughs> I still think Angela Bassett is going to win because of all the buzz around
2: well, Black Panther. And she team. won the Golden Globe Award for Best Actress and the Critics' Choice Award. Yes. She's also the first, this is weird, but true. She is the first person, person to receive an acting nomination at the Oscars for a role in an MCU film. Yeah. It, well, for a film based on Marvel Comics. Right. Ever. The first person ever nominated.
1: Right. And she barely deserves it, but she'll still win. An acting nomination. Is that not weird? Yeah. No, it's not weird because the movies are jokes, like full of jokes. Uh, you know what I mean? Um, I'm saying there's some good performances there, but I'm also saying that the
2: Academy likes to throw bones to get viewers. Yeah. Seriously, in all the years of the MCU, no one's ever got an acting nomination. Right. Okay, yes. what do you guys pick? I also picked Angela Bassett. Okay. And I don't know why, because she i just watched Wakanda Forever again. The role's medium. Yeah. She's basically the queen that she has been before mm-hmm. and other people have been. But attempting. it's more of an
1: emotional plea in the
2: movie for obvious reasons. I guess. Yeah. Zach? I don't I don't get it, but that's what Same. I, my my method was going doing a lot of research. I, do, and I that's do where well all here. the things were
0: pointing. Um, as I did last year, this year I am not thinking for myself except for three categories, and we'll talk <laughs> about which one's later. Um, so I am just playing the current Vegas odds at the time of this recording. They call them Wendover odds, yeah. the current Vegas <laughs> yeah, odds, yes. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so I will also go with Angela Bassett, who has the best odds, but it is very, very close yes. between Angela Bassett, Carrie Condon, and Jamie Lee Curtis, and I do not know why Jamie Lee Curtis was not particularly great. No. She was funny. Uh, I, no, I liked I funny. liked her in That's that role it. a lot. Yeah. Stephanie's who's who's who she was much more interesting of a character and much more interesting of an actress, but whatever. Yes. And then shout out to Hong Chow in the whale, who was very good. But yeah, Angela Bassett is my official choice. So we all pick that. Yes. I yeah.
2: hate I hate it when we all match. I know. Makes right. that golden corral so much harder to achieve.
0: Now we have actor in a supporting role. Brendan Gleason, the Banshees of Inishirin.
1: I wish you were still my best friend. <laughs> We're already getting to puns? Yeah. Brian
2: Tyree Henry, Causeway. That's a very good announcer voice act. A U.S. soldier suffers a traumatic brain injury while fighting in Afghanistan and struggles to adjust to life back home. That's the one with him and Jennifer
1: Lawrence. They're buddies. Judd Hirsch, The Fablemans. Growing up in post-World War II era Arizona, young Sammy Fableman aspires to become a filmmaker as he reaches adolescence, but soon discovers a shattering fa- family secret and explores how the power of films can help him see the truth.
0: Barry Kogan, The Banshees of Inishirin. <laughs> A word of warning to all you dull people out there. Don't be dull. Everything, everywhere, all at once. They call it the multiverse doll. <laughs> <laughs> what was <No>! that voice? <laughs> was that
2: voice? Dr. Jones. Yeah. Yeah, because it is. It's short round. Because this a, a game, short round. It's the yes. guy who plays trying, short round and Data. We're trying from, not to be insensitive, but it's short round. It's a beloved character. I'm, I'm sorry. From Indiana Jones Temple of Doom and it, Data from the Goonies. Microimpression. micro But he's it's an adult now. He's an
1: adult now. <laughs> it's so awesome. Kind
2: of. Uh, he look I know that's he sounds exactly the same but he, he looks like an adult. Yes. It's weird to me. All right, who are you guys picking? Well, here's the. the I mean there's there's interesting picks here because Judge Hirsch for example, he he's nominated for best supporting actor for 3 minutes for, of for, for, time. Yeah, for
0: such a short he's
1: amount of time. He's the first
2: actor to receive two no, two nominations over 4 de- decades apart. I mean it's cool but it, undeserved. Last this, time was yeah, the 53rd Academy Awards in 1981 with the Ordinary People which was a boorfest. This has got to be a favor. But I think all of us are going to end up picking Ke hu, Ke hui Kwan yes, uh, for Everything Everywhere at All at Once. And the weird thing is I wouldn't have picked him because his role is he's very good and it's good to see him back. And I love seeing when he made me happy seeing him and he does this kind of cool multi-role thing where mm-hmm. he can do different emotions, and everything. But I, I still don't know why Everything Everywhere at All at Once is so nominated because it's, it's a comedy, guys. And comedies do not fare well
1: at the Academy Awards. Because it's an independent comedy. Is that is tw- why it's a twenty-four. It's yes. a comedy.
0: When does it get funny? Showing my hand. I know this was your number one movie of the year last yeah. year. I don't like this movie at all. I don't get it. I liked it. I, I don't. Love it it. like is not like I don't get it. I Racka get it. Ratatouille. I don't get that why that was funny. People like it. Really? It's getting <laughs> the all fanny this buzz. pack brawl. Meh. Really? No, it was.
2: An, I liked it. It was entertaining. Yeah. I don't know why the Academy is not liking it.
0: That said, the part that I liked the absolute most and Everything Everywhere All at Once. Was short round. Yes. He's very good. I like to just call him short round. It's much easier to say. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we I, all agree. We're all picking that? The odds agree. Um, and and actually, it's not that close between Kwan and uh, Barry Cogan, his well, uh, second place. And he gave a... I mean, he's given a couple good speeches, but a really good speech. Mm-hmm. I
2: think it was at the Golden Globes. It was the Golden Globes, I think. He gave a really good uh, speech about... Comebacks and yeah. his time away from Hollywood. Yes,
0: and just everyone loves him. I think that will. Um, this will be the year of work, work in his favor. Yes, for both him and Best Actor. Uh, but we'll get there. So, are we all agreeing? Yes, we are. Okay. Yes. Next up is writing original screenplay. We have the Banshees of Inishirin. You may not oh understand what they're saying or
2: why they're doing what they're doing, but you'll have a good dark time. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Sliding Doors too.
1: The Fablemans. <laughs> Steven Spielberg's thinly veiled autobiography. Tar. Oh, it's a new one. Set in the international world of Western classical music, the film centers on Lydia Tar, widely considered one of the greatest living composer-conductors and the very first female director of a major German orchestra.
2: Triangle of Sadness. Oh, it's a new one, too. A fashion model celebrity couple join an eventful cruise for the super rich. That's a terrible description. A terrible description. A bunch of rich people
1: on a boat and things go bad. Yeah. That's... There's 90 different plots, too. Yeah. Uh, Zach, what about you? What do
0: you say on this one? The odds say everything everywhere all at once. With a close second being Banshees of Inisherin, so I will go with everything everywhere all at once because that's all I'm doing is playing the odds. But like I said, I think that movie is weird. I'm going. It is creative.
1: I'm going against the odds. I'm going going with your heart. I'm going with my heart. I'm going for a movie that I need subtitles to watch, and that's the Banshees Banshees. of Mm Inisherin. The simple story is captivating, and somehow that that happens in the writing. Mm -hmm. So it was
2: close for me between those two. But I am going with everything ever okay. once because I'm, I'm going with head, yeah, just because it. I saw that it it, it eked out banshees of
0: Indiana Sure. All right, moving on to the next one. We're going also in writing, but this is adapted screenplay coming from another uh, material of some sort. We have
1: all quiet on the Western Front: a young German soldier's terrifying experiences and distress on the Western Front during World War One. Class onion, a knives <laughs> out <laughs> mystery. That was my reaction too. Famed
2: Southern detective Benoit Blanc travels to Greece for his latest case. It's just dumb. Uh, living. <laughs> that was actually one of my favorite that parts was, of the movie. That's actually a That's good. my review no, of the movie, it's too. it's just dumb. Yeah. It's so dumb, it's brilliant. No, it's just dumb.
1: Living. In 1950s London, a humorless civil servant decides to take time off work to experience life after receiving a grim diagnosis.
0: Top Gun Maverick? What is this what is category?
1: This is a really, uh, that's a kind of an
2: obscure movie. I'll give the synopsis. After 30 years, Maverick is still pushing the envelope as a top naval aviator, but must confront ghosts of his past when he leads the Top Gun's elite graduates on a mission that demands the ultimate sacrifice from those chosen to
1: fly it. (sighs) Women talking. Do nothing. Stay and fight. Or leave. I feel like so. This is literally this is literally what IMDb says. In 2010, the women of an isolated religious community grapple with with reconciling a brutal reality with their faith.
2: Now, this is about a group of Mennonite women. Yes, which is uh, I was I kind of looked into it, and it's based on a real story, but it was in Bolivia. Yeah. Did you know Bolivia? It was an island off the coast of Bolivia mm-hmm. or something. Did you know they had Mennonites in Bolivia? No, neither. No, I didn't. That was educational.
1: Uh, guess what the movie's about? Guess what happens in this movie? Oh, men are jerks. Women talking the entire time. Which is why it's going to win. <laughs> I'm giving this the win. you give this women the win for a uh, screenplay? I, I almost did All Quiet in the Western Front um, because it's a very long movie. <laughs> and, and a lot happens. But it's a movie that's been remade about three different times. Mm. I think Women Talking is... Uh, a lot more people wanted this to be nominated for obvious reasons. It was shut out of a lot of awards. But I think we'll win this one. Well, and it's funny, too, because I found out that
2: basically every single sequel... Is going to be in the adapted screenplay category Mm because it's based on a story that's like Glass Onion, original story written by Ryan Johnson, but because it was based on characters from Knives Out, which I hate. All one of them. I hate. They could have just called it Glass Glass Onion. I hate when people, when filmmakers assume the audience is stupid. And so they have to put the colon there, like solo,
0: Uh, a Star Wars story. This is a Netflix choice, not a Ryan Johnson
2: choice.
1: I know. And that's what I mean. They think think they're stupid. Ryan Johnson, he also thinks the audience is stupid. It's fine. Mm
2: -hmm. Well, that's true. But I am going to agree with you, Kent. My research indicated women talking
0: is going to be the winner here. So I'm voting for that as well. Shortest odds, women talking as well. We will all agree there. Although I feel bad every time I bring it up. I'm like, oh, women talking. This is a horror movie. (laughs) (laughs) You said it. (laughs) That was Zach. (laughs) We should clarify that was Zach. People get our voices confused sometimes. Slaps me and gets mad at me and we move on. (laughs) Next, we have best visual
1: effects. All Quiet on the Western Front. The story of the army that Wonder Woman single-handedly beat. <sniffs> Avatar, The Way of Water. Jake Sully lives with his newfound
2: family formed on Jake the extrasolar moon Pandora. Once a familiar threat returns to vi- finish what was previously started, because we can't come up with the new villain, Jake must work with <laughs> Natiri and the Army of the Navi race to protect their home.
0: By the way, visual effects is always the category of movies you've probably seen. Yes, yes this is like the big budget stuff. The Batman. Mm. When a sadistic
1: serial killer begins murdering key mm. political mm. figures in Gotham, Batman is forced to investigate the city's hidden corruption and question his family's involvement. Mm. Vengeance. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. The
2: other movie about blue people from the sea in a war with those who live on land. <laughs> Top Gun
1: Maverick. All jets, no sharks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I, mean, I For shark, Goose, there were sharks. Sharks would have made that movie right, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Why is this going to be Avatar? This one's all about visual
1: effects. I would say it's pioneering, but it also happened 13 years ago. Yeah, how is it pioneering? It's the exact same effect. I know you're not a big fan. It looks incredible, immaculate. It looks the same as 2009. No, in an age. Go back and watch it. It's a lot better. Even in 2009, that's better visual effects than we have today on most. But that's movies. why this movie is not nominated for costume. This
2: movie is not nominated for makeup. Well, this what, movie is not nominated what for production costumes. Design are there because that it's are not all visual effects. effects?
1: That's why it's going to win because it's all visual. Don't effects. be upset. It deserves this it award. It does not
2: deserve this I mean, award. I mean, I absolutely deserve okay. this award. It's no. between
1: this and Top Gun. Top because Gun Top should Gun get it. Is practical.
2: Top Gun. Yes, love it. For there's, that. The, there's, the, the there's a lot of visual effects. effects. The visual effects are making it look like they're actually flying the, flying the planes. That is a trick in itself. You believe they're flying Oh yeah, I get what you're saying. They were just passengers. Yes. But uh, I, I don't know. Avatar Way of Water is going to win this one. It will and it should.
0: Shouldn't. It, it should. It absolutely should. Because <clears> have you seen a Marvel movie lately? Oof. They look like trash. Oh, Doc. Best odds are to Avatar. Next best odds are to Top Gun Maverick. So Avatar will take it. Now we have sound. Which I love that they simplified this
1: category from sound mixing, great. sound editing. We took an hour to explain editing and mixing Every year. Every time. <laughs> now, now we're now just going to jump right into sound. it. Sound. sound.
0: All quiet on the Western Front. War. What is it good for? Award season. (laughs) (laughs) But in German. Avatar. The way of water. You too can understand whales
2: crying. The Batman. The Riddler isn't telling jokes and the penguin isn't waddling. There's a dark one,
1: folks. Elvis. The life of American music icon Elvis Presley from his childhood to becoming a rock and movie star in the 1950s. Top Gun Maverick. Wait, how does dogfight football work?
2: I work about it
1: right now <laughs> <laughs> well played all right
0: zach what do you think what does
1: vegas say about sound
0: odds are in top gun mavericks favor and i why is that i would agree with that it's it's the sound mixing to make the the visceral experience of being in the jets and flying with the jets it really is an important element not just the visual here it immediately sucks you in with sound and never mean, lets go you mean breaking the speed of sound with a
1: Mach 10 aircraft oh boy right she be, be dead yeah. But no, it's Top Gun Maverick. All it's got to be Top Gun Maverick.
2: Joel, do you agree? Well, it seems like these awards usually go to war movies because for some reason they think that this is not... I'm, we should clarify, the professionals are the ones, the ones in this field mm-hmm. are the ones that vote for it, but they always seem to be impressed by bullets flying around while people are talking. And there's a whole lot of that in All Quiet. There is, yeah. but uh, Top Gun Maverick, I believe, is also going to take this one, so I'm voting for that as well. We're matching again. Hope it wins. Now we have... Another
0: music category, this is original score. Which means clips. All quiet on the western front. Thanks for their memories.
2: <laughs> the weird thing about this one is that it has electronic in it. Like mm-hmm. it almost sounds like a Trent Reznor kind of score at yeah. times. Like you, you're expecting this war epic where it's like just, you know, instrumental orchestra music and right. all of a sudden it goes... It threw me off the first time Mm -hmm. I heard it. This is Volker Bertelman. Oh, good job. We also have Babylon by Justin Hurwitz. A tale of outsized ambition and outrageous excess. 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 It traces the rise and fall of multiple characters during an era of unbridled decadence and depravity in early Hollywood. Which sounds like this. Good stuff. Soundtrack of this three over three hour movie is 90 minutes long. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, it's mostly music. It's fun at first, but man, it starts to get repetitive and you have to skip a track. But (laughs) it's, yeah, I can also hear bits of La La Land when I listen to the soundtrack. Uh, There's a lot of replication there
0: from La La Land. Yeah, yeah. On purpose, actually. he did La La Land and with It's the allusion to... Did Justin Hurwitz work on La La Land as well? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's the reason La La Land's good, not basic and Paul. Now we have "The Banshees of Inisherin" by Carter Burwell. Why can't we be
2: friends? <laughs> I had one guy. One Irish guy gives another guy the finger.
1: Oh, or several.
0: <laughs> kind of a haunting. Sounds like a scene dark. from Harry Potter. Everything,
2: everywhere, all at once. My son Lux. A movie about family, unfulfilled potential, and a shocking amount of pixelation. Hmm. Now, I don't know about much about Sun Lux, the band. Uh, it's the band. It's not a person. I'm, I'm Oh, I thought it was a DJ for some reason. It, it might be a group of them. I, th- okay. I saw there's pictures of three of them out there. But it is that kind of... That was just a little sample. It's all over the place. Yeah, it and is. You're going to get like this traditional like okay, kind movie. of music, and then, get, like, score, and then you get like score, and then you get this crazy electronic stuff, and then you get this amazing fight stuff. Right. It's, it's quite the ride listening
1: to this uh, soundtrack.
0: Mm.
1: Also has the longest dots. And The Fablemans
0: by John Williams.
1: Uh, Spielberg's home movies in 4K.
2: <laughs> John Williams became the oldest competitive nominee in Oscar history. And with this being his 53rd nomination, he also broke his own record as the most Oscar-nominated living person and the second most nominated person behind Walt Disney. I swear he died two years ago. <laughs> well, this album is only 12 songs, and it's 31 minutes long. So oh, so like a Weezer album. He's, take- <laughs> he's <laughs> <taking> <laughs> Way to it, go, John. He's taking it a little easy, he's but sure. the, man, the man, I mean, he's so impressive at his yeah. work. I saw when the movie was over, I'm like, oh, John Williams did the music that I didn't pay attention to once. Yeah. It's pretty standard stuff. There's no um, like standout theme here, but it's good stuff. Joel, after you played All Quiet on the Western Front, I'm kinda leaning that way. Well, here's the funny thing about All Quiet on the Western Front is when I watched it, it's as <laughs> very long, by the way. According to the title, yeah. Uh well it's under it's under two hours, I think. It's I think. a long it's like, like two thirty eight or something. That's a long movie. The two forty-eight. Yep. something. Anyway, not important. The important thing was as I was watching it, I didn't notice the score. I thought it was a lot of quiet, a lot of silence until that boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Those little cues when the bad guys would come around. Bad guys. They're all right. <laughs> they're all fighting for the Nazis. But everybody's bad. Told there's no Nazis in the
0: Western Front.
2: That's right. That's right. It's it was one, like it's one. It's like ten years before Hitler's rise to power. It's so like, I guess.
1: it's like Nazis' dads.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that was. See, that's the interesting about it though is the original nineteen thirty Best Picture winner happened yeah before yeah world war ii yeah and this is taking place decades after it's a totally different feel to it
1: my vote is for the omnipresent score and that is babylon i think the most effort went into this and the movie wasn't really regarded in a lot of nominations but score deserves it the dr- it went on too long i started losing interest after like 30 tracks uh, the in. movie is that way truly it has to fit the time of the movie and so for that he did a good job and so, yeah, that's my vote. But as I listened to All Quiet on the Short Front, I realized how impressive the score was. I'm yep.
2: voting for it, mm-hmm. and that is the one that everything was pointing to as well.
0: Okay, Babylon has the shortest odds,
2: but
1: All Quiet is close. Shortest well, odds being best chance. Best chance. So I, will I go. feel like you guys are at the same vote
0: so far. I will go with Babylon. So he's doing Babylon. Oh, you're doing Babylon. Babylon. All right. Next, we have short film, live action, also known as you haven't seen these. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna read all the synopses on this one. We'll go quick. An Irish Goodbye. Two
2: brothers, one with Down syndrome, set about to fulfill their mother's bucket list with her ashes before they will sell off the family farm. What? No, it's actually, it looks like, kind of like a little lighthearted. Kind of like, did you ever see Peanut Butter Falcon? Uh, So good. That kind of vein. Okay.
1: This is one I'm actually really interested in watching once I can find it. Ivalu. Ivalu is gone. Her little sister is desperate to find her. Her father does not care. The vast Greenlandic nature holds secrets. The search for Ivalu is on. So vague. (laughs) 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 That's <laughs> 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 very good French Follow the rebellious girls of a Catholic boarding school Before Christmas A time of war and scarcity Night
0: ride A
1: cold do night do in December Ebba waits for the tram do to go home after a party do do. But the ride takes do do. an unexpected do do. turn do. It's a dark and sad movie do do.
0: Is Kit in this one?
1: No
2: <laughs> Oh, Dang it And the red suitcase what is it with them just doing these, these short period non-sentences? It's like they're writing a screenplay. Luxembourg Airport, late in the evening. A veiled 16-year-old Iranian girl is frightened to take her red suitcase on the automatic carpet. Is that what it's called? that walkway? Uh, she now. keeps pushing back the moment to go through the arrival gate and seems more and more terrified. There you go. There's the live-action shorts. Okay, let's not belabor any the point uh, I, I haven't seen any. I've watched uh, Les Poupils. I, I was on Disney+. Plus. So in I, fact, that's the first... Disney Plus nomination for uh, uh, international live action short film.
0: I'm doing the the Vegas odds thing as I scoured the internet and I could not find anyone doing odds on this one okay. because they're such a crapshoot. Sure. Therefore, I'm just gonna, based on the descriptions alone, an Irish goodbye. That one
2: really does intrigue me. I'm saying Irish goodbye as well, and I'm saying New Peel. Okay, uh, Disney Plus I think is gonna get their first win and their after their first nomination. It's uh, like it's set in like. It's in Italy and badly dubbed. Okay. uh, I hate dubbing. Yeah, me too. But yeah, it's just these little girls, and the nuns are really mean, and there's
1: a cake. And so that's the cake is a lie. Now we have a short film animated. The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse. Follows a boy, a mole, a fox, and a horse, as Zach said, as they create an unexpected friendship and travel together in the boy's search for home. The Flying Sailor. Inspired by true
2: events, the highly anticipated new film by Oscar-nominated duo Wendy Tibley and Amanda Forbes is a mediation on a sailor's unexpected voyage. I hate when synopses do that. Mm -hmm. When it's like, let's talk all about the
1: filmmakers instead of the film. Bad sign. Ice Merchants. Every day, I'm shuffling. A father and his son jump That's with a parachute from their vertiginous, wow, cold house attached to the cliff to go to the village on the ground far away where they sell the ice they produce daily. Is What is this?
0: Who wrote this?
2: It's really cool looking. Tom Cruise sells
0: ice. My year of uh,
2: Richards. Let's, yeah, okay, let's say Richards. <laughs> yeah, it's a nickname for Richards. Pam tries very hard to lose her virtue. And always searches for the one. She's not alone. Her best friends are with her.
0: Wow, that, that sounds fun. Way fun. A- an ostrich told me the world is fake, and I think I believe it. Zach, Zach, are you having a stroke? <laughs> what, Zach, That's the Zach, Zach the we're movie. doing a show right now. That's the of the movie. <laughs> is
1: that toast? <laughs> an ostrich <laughs> told me the world is fake, and I think I believe it. A young office worker uncovers the flaws in his stop-motion universe with the help of a mysterious talking ostrich. So I've seen two of these so far. The and, boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse is on Netflix, I believe. Uh, Apple TV Plus.
2: Okay, yeah, I watched it with my kids actually, and it is—it's beautiful, guys. Like, cool. Really, it is. It's kind of this like hand-drawn animation, a little sloppy on the characters, but the landscape—it's this beautiful snowy landscape, and there's like just trees and rivers and clouds, and sometimes they do things. I literally went wow, that's amazing looking. Okay. The story is pretty much nonsensical. It's these characters walking around in a forest speaking fortune cookie sayings to each other. Hmm. It's what it sounds like. Yeah. Just like, oh, I honestly don't think I I have anything interesting to say.
1: Ah, but if you're honest, it's always interesting. Okay. So generality is it's fine. Yeah, I'm going to give it to that one just because that's one I probably most want to watch. It, I was going to say it, it won the
2: BAFTA and it won BAFTA. an Annie, I think as well. Okay. I actually watched this one and an ostrich told me the world is fake and I think I believe it, which if you like, if you, if you enjoy stop motion animation, you should watch that show. Cool. It's like 11 minutes. Okay. A lot of fun into that boy, the mole and the fox and the horse is like 30 minutes. Beautiful. Once again, beautiful. I'm giving it to that one as well. It, it from animation standpoint, it is spectacular. Even if the story, it's sweet. It's cute, but mm-hmm. it just doesn't... My kids were kind of confused, and I had to be like, no, this is
0: basically... Just think of it like a dream. Okay. Where stuff a pretty dream. Sense. A very pretty dream. Okay. Yeah. Zach? So you both pick this one? Yes. Yeah. Okay. In an effort to not lose on this category, I'm just going to play the game and pick that one as well. Which one do you want to say? Uh, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> Would none of those sound interesting to you? Uh, ice Merchants sounds okay? Yeah. It's like they have this really tall cliff,
2: and they jump off every day and parachute down to give ice to people from off the mountain.
0: Next is documentary short subject, Elephant Whisperers. Bonman and Bell, a couple
2: in South India, devote their lives caring for an orphan baby elephant named Raghu, foraging a family like no other that tests the barrier between the human and the animal world. Baby Yoda? <laughs>
1: Raghu. Raghu. out. follows a man waiting in his hut in the desolate expanse of the Russian Arctic. He is holding out in order to observe a natural event that occurs here every year, but ocean warming is taking its toll. I hate it when synopses do that too. Mm-hmm. It's about walruses.
0: There.
2: Yes. Right.
0: How do you measure a year in seasons
2: of... From the time she was two years old and until she turned 18, they had a ritual. Dad asked and filmed and Ella answered. What do you dream about? What scares you? What do you think about a relationship? This is a little story about growing up in the love between father and daughter. So it's literally wow. this guy interviewing that his daughter. That sounds
1: great. Every two years. Er, every Cute. year. Cute. The Martha Mitchell effect. The cabinet wife who spoke out during Watergate and the Nixon administration's campaign to gaslight her into silence. Stranger
2: at the Gate. A U.S. Marine plots a terrorist attack on a small town American mosque. His plan takes an unexpected turn when he comes face to face with the people he sets out to kill.
1: I most want to watch How Do You Measure a Year? Because I think it'll be really cute. It's going to make me cry. But I think Stranger at the Gate sounds the most captivating. It, it, the trailer, I watched the trailers for
2: all these, all these movies. And uh, that one I watched and I went, wow. Like everyone, at one point in the trailer, someone says, everyone thinks this story's fake, but it's right. not. And I'm like, it sounds made up. Yeah. It feels like an Oscar winner to me. But it looks really intriguing. That's what I want to watch. Signs pointed to the elephant whispers, which I started, but have not finished yet. Okay. I'll finish by the time this episode airs. Uh, but it is, it's interesting. And so, and but I everything pointed there. So that's why I watched it. Okay. It's going to win. So
0: that's your pick. Yeah, I'm really sold on this. You it's can pick okay. your choice. You, you pick Stranger at the Gate. Yes, I did. Joel, you picked the elephant whispers? Yes. Fine, then I'll go different, and I'll do how do you measure a year. Okay. I hope Love it. It, it looks so cute. Yeah. All right. Let's move to the
1: documentary feature. Once again, the real stuff. All That Breathes. Amidst the darkening backdrop of Delhi's apocalyptic air and escalating violence, two brothers devote their lives to protect one casualty of the turbulent times, the bird known as the black kite. They're saving birds. All the beauty and the
2: bloodshed. Follows the life of artist Nan Golden and the downfall of the Sackler family, the pharmaceutical dynasty who is greatly responsible for the opioid epidemic's unfathomable death toll.
1: Fire of love. That's how you measure a Fire year. Fire of love. <laughs> Brang twins, intrepid scientists, and lovers. Why do I do that? I don't know. They're old people, kids. And lovers. <laughs> <laughs> Katya and Maurice Kraft died in volcanic explosion doing the very thing that brought them together unraveling the mysteries of volcanoes by capturing the most
0: explosive imagery ever recorded is this is a remake of the Tom Hanks uh, Meg Ryan movie no
1: <laughs>
2: it's, it's like this one is kind of interesting because they're scientists but they get right up there they sure by do. the volcanoes yeah. I want to watch this one I haven't yet you should A house made of splinters. Children and staff in a special kind of home. An institution for children who have been removed from their homes while awaiting court custody decisions. Staff do their best to make the time the children have there safe and supportive.
1: Navalny. Navalny. Follows the man who survived an assassination attempt by poisoning with a lethal nerve agent in August 2020. During his month-long recovery, he makes shocking discoveries about the attempt on his life and decides to return home. Basically, one man against Putin. So I, oh. the only one I've seen is Fire of Love, and I quite liked it. But it was on Netflix, right? Probably. Maybe. Uh, I saw it on part of my Oscar screeners. That's fine. Oh. But uh, no, it's, uh, it's good. It's not one of these awesome documentaries that you're going to recommend to people, but the footage they get, all the stuff that we know about Mount St. Helens when it erupted is very cool, and it's happening why? right there. Is that where
2: they die? So you just have to watch it. I know. I know. It's yeah. just right at the beginning. So the that's my
1: pick just because it's the one I've seen. And it's one that's been buzzed about. Uh, Navalny, I think, has also been buzzed quite a that's, bit.
2: And I'm following that buzz there yeah. because that is the guy who uh, basically the Russian government wanted him dead, and they poisoned him. Yeah, and he had to flee. And now it's kind of, you know,
1: this 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 documentary it's topical, is topical. It's relevant right now. Very
2: much right now. Sure. No one likes Putin, and so this is going to be one that uh, I think will take a take the award home.
0: And odds are in Navalny's favor as well, with Fire of Love being second. So we'll see. I'm going with no. no- all the Balm, Beauty and the Bloodshed in the, uh, got a lot of buzz, too, I saw, but it, it didn't yeah. quite beat out not, not Navalny. Not in the
1: odds. Now, guys, it's time for a very special presentation. Very original. We need to take a break from the movies that no one's seen and talk about the tragedies that befell us all this previous year. So oh. yes. if oh. you would. It's time for our In Memoriam, everybody. Yes. So, so sad. Please. Everyone get your hold so sad voice. Already. Hold on. Hold on. Oh. All at once. One, two, three. So sad. So sad. sad. Rest in peace, Harry Styles' acting career. Oh, no. <laughs> your acting skills are about as insincere as your name. After the failures of Don't Worry Darling and My Policeman, it seems like you might have to keep your day job as a world-famous pop artist billionaire. Mm. He was a so
2: What do you mean? His name really is Harry
1: Styles? No, that's so fake. So Harry sad. Edward Styles. So, so, Stop so, it. So Born so 1994. Styles is a character from Teen Wolf and Teen Wolf 2, Joel. That's not him. So, so sad. Rest in peace, MCU movies.
2: Oh, shit. It's clear that you no longer want to tell one-off standalone stories, but instead want to tell a series of interconnected plotlines with no real beginning or resolution. So why don't you just make everything a Disney Plus series now and let the cinematic universe run itself into the ground?
1: Money. Oh, money's, it's good, it's good. But, but it's so sad. It's, so so it's so all sad. so also sad. sad. Money's the reason. Rest in peace, Marvel's phase four. Mm-hmm. Oh similar. Very yeah, please don't say <laughs> so S- so S- similar that way, ever So similar. Again. don't please don't do that anymore. Between She Hulk's twerking, Wanda being a hero for imprisoning a town, screaming goats, or just overall bad effects, this former box office giant is in a bad way. Though Marvel has smothered the phase with a pillow and put it out of our misery. Thankfully, Quantum Mania is kickstarting the next phase. Oh wait, rest in peace phase five. <clears throat> So sad, so whispered, so So,
2: whispered. Rest in peace, Elon Musk's wild west of the internet. Oh no. Back in 2019 when I compared Jimmy Fallon to a delicate and fragile flower due to his reaction to a game he was playing with Kate Beckinsale, I was suspended from Twitter for six months. I thought that now that Elon Musk has taken over that cesspool of a social media platform, I would have the freedom to call someone a pansy, but it seems like that's not the case. And I got suspended for sharing the same tweet again. So it looks within like within I an have, hour. So it looks like I'll have to limit myself to calling people orchids, cherry blossoms, daffodils, lilies, marigolds, or even chrysanthemums. So sad. Free so speech sad. isn't free. So sad.
0: Oh, all the flowers are musky.
1: <laughs> Rest in peace, negative fan feedback. No longer can fans of a popular franchise criticize modern remakes and reboots without being accused of all sorts of bigotry or review bombing. We must protect these super corporations at all costs without dissent.
0: How dare you?
1: Mm. How dare we all? I think we're going to get a review bomb
2: now. Oh, sad. So, so sad. Rest in peace, broadcast television. Oh. Now that Better Call Saul has ended this past year, I don't think I'm watching anything that's broadcast over the air at a specific time slot. It's all streaming series for me, but don't worry, it's all good, man. Sports. I like,
1: I like what you did there. You saw that. I, 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 I heard that. It's a sad button. So sad. 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 So sad. Rest in peace. Public dislike for Hayden Christensen. Oh. Is uh, this, right, this, right. This, this, You're convinced. This, this is a good one. Uh, th- th- thank you. The rest of these awful. This is, awful. A, this is <laughs> Rest this. in Peace. Public dis yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. One. I'm confused. Disney promoted a Hayden and UN reunion heavily, but what we got was Tiny Leia outrunning and outthinking both the Jedi and <laughs> Sith combined. <laughs> If Hayden Christensen is the best thing about a project, you know Disney's in trouble. Oh, back to sad. Obi-Wan to forget if that series ever happened.
2: <laughs> oh. You said running. You should have said waddling. Oh, uh, yeah. Waddling quickly,
1: though. Yes, very quickly. That's your... <laughs> so... angry. So sad. No, so, sad not angry. So, so sad. So mad. sad. Zach, no. 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 Change the M to an S. Zach, no. oh. you're having a stroke. Dust.
2: <laughs> Speaking of which, rest in peace. Zach's career in slogan creation? <laughs> oh, no. After the smash hit that was He Wears Sunglasses, Zach never quite hit that same height again with follow-ups such as <laughs> And <laughs> Oh, well. At least he has fantastic hair and a really
1: cute baby. That's true. Which was also this last year. Yeah, so sad. Oh, that's true. And yeah. his hair is great. It is. The baby's? Yeah, no, the, the baby's ba- bald. The baby's, the baby's baby. actually quite bald. Oh, so sad. i sure it's yours. Oh, <laughs> <that> damn. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> I'm so sorry I'm so sorry It just came out I'm so sorry so much. Rest in peace The D.C.E.U Wow we're killing oh, both cinematic universes. We were on the right track with the Snyder Cut Also Batgirl being erased And Henry Cavill's imminent return to the role He was born for Wait Did known criminal Ezra Miller just reset the timeline To keep his job now somehow Cavill's gone, Affleck's gone, godada has gone, and now so is my interest. Oh, this one actually bad. does make me really <laughs> so mad, oh, really so, so, mad. Sad. so bad. sad, 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 not bad. sad, sad, not mad. Sad, mad. I'm sad. So my baby's still bald. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: finally, for me, rest in peace, Avatar franchise. Because everyone listened to me and realized that the only reason that the original Avatar is one of the highest-grossing movies of all time is because the ticket prices were three times what they were back then. People stayed away from the sequel and stopped James Cameron's ego in its tracks. Uh, uh, Wait, t- what? What? No. Avatar The Way of Water made $2.268 already? Yeah. Because people are still willing to shell out three times the ticket price for moderate 3D effects in IMAX? Well, shoot. I guess we have to endure 12 more... Of these overpriced sci-fi nature documentaries i think you're, i think your math is bad on that one so sad
1: so sad yeah moderate brilliance what i don't even know i will sadly stab you <laughs> and the final tragedy of 2022 mm-hmm. <laughs> that we're going to talk about rest in peace boring award shows oh mm-hmm. ever since will smith left his <laughs> fresh prince on chris rock's face oh, yeah. the world awaits the next big moment during an awards telecast never happening it's only a matter of time before Jerry Springer is announced as the next host
0: of the Academy Awards. Jerry, 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 Jerry Steve. Steve. What, Steve? Oh, remember when Ellen took a selfie? So sad. Okay, okay guys. Well, okay, bring in the room back up. Uh, uh, Zach, are you okay? I'm fine. You were mad. I was mad a couple times. we were being <laughs> sad. I, I tried to be sad, not yeah. mad. Sad. I'm got, I got mad. Okay, should we get back to the boring stuff? You know what makes, <laughs> you know what doesn't make me mad or sad? Good production design. <laughs> actually, I, I actually agree. This is really cool. Okay, for production design, all quiet on the Western Front. This just in, war, still bad. Avatar, the way of water. The set was a computer. Babylon.
1: The roaring 20s in full color. Elvis. Not filmed in the ghetto.
2: The Fablemans. Ma, I want to be a filmmaker when I grow up. And then I'm going to make a a film
0: about my films when I became a filmmaker. All right, Zach, what would you choose on this one? Or what did Um, Vegas choose? Vegas chooses Babylon for best production design. And based on everything I've seen of it, again, I haven't Mm. seen the movie, but... There's so much happening. It looks like... And it's so vibrant. A lot of it you don't want to see. Yeah. From a production design standpoint, this is impeccable. And it's a time period that is oft awarded. Yeah. So Babylon is my choice. And
2: production design, we should clarify once again, is the way the look, the set... And everything, mm-hmm. like everything in there. The, feel
0: really, they'll look.
1: It's actually astounding what they pull off, even in the first 20 minutes. Uh, first 10 minutes is bad. But then you get to like they're filming a, a war movie back in the 20s. And it's so fun to watch. Like a Spartacus all type movie. Yeah, kind of. Uh, I also pick Babylon. I think it deserves the win by far. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're the devil in disguise, Colonel Parker. So
2: I got to go with uh, Babylon. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Really like Nicely done. Thank you.
0: Elvis's production design was not the problem with that movie, though. To no, be honest. no, it's pretty good. Now we have makeup and hairstyling. All quiet on the western front. Put some mud on him. The Batman. Coke, Coke Zero. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever.
2: This is hairstyling, but half the characters are bald. <laughs> and sponsored by uh, Red Bull, you know, because head yeah. has wings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ankle wings.
1: Elvis. A little less Colonel Parker, a little more Elvis, please. The Whale. The Nutty Professor in dramatic form. Does he take a potion? Does he change?
2: (laughs) No. mm, mm, No. Mm. No. So it's uh, (laughs) that. So makeup and hairstyling, I mean, it's exactly what it says.
1: It's just the way things look. Like people look. Like I do kind of want to give it to the Batman because he actually puts the uh, black makeup underneath the cowl, which is new for Batman. That's a joke. Uh, the whale is going to win this one. It should be a landslide. I feel like the odds are here,
0: mostly just for the uh, suit itself, for Brendan Fraser's fat suit. The yes. odds are pretty close with Elvis. However, the, the odds are in uh, the whale's favor, mm-hmm. um, and the way that they show the prosthetic, like they are not afraid to be like, yeah, here's him with his clothes off. Yeah, and look at it. It's it's very impressive. They put a lot of work there. Absolutely.
2: Yep. Whereas Colonel Parker? I guess it's just which fat suit you like better Colonel Parker's
0: or Brandon Frazier's? Yeah, but the better job there is what they actually do with Austin Butler and yes. the way they age him throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. That is very impressive. I agree. But yeah, I'm definitely
2: going to go with the whale also on makeup and hairstyling. So that's a uh, agreement from all three of us. Indeed. Yes, it is. Now we have costume design Babylon.
1: Your heart. <laughs> go ahead. Watch it edited. <laughs> Black Panther, Wakanda forever. Apparently, ankle winks and a speedo can get you an Oscar nomination these days. Elvis. Don't Baz Cruel. Yeah? (laughs) Yeah? (laughs) I mean, yeah. You didn't even say blue suede shoe? That would be costume design. (laughs) It would be. Everything everywhere, all at once. The first nomination for Hot Dog Fingers. Mrs.
2: Harris goes to Paris. A newbie. Let's read this one. A widowed cleaning lady in 1950s London falls madly in love with a couture d'or dress and decides that she must have one of her own. This is M-
1: Amelia Bedelia?
2: Kind of. seems
1: like it, right? <laughs> it she does. It does seem like a lighthearted, fun movie. So Babylon has great costumes, but the winner should be Elvis. I feel like that should be the runaway hit. I feel like there are so many characters in this movie. <sighs> yeah. Maybe I'm wrong, but uh, no, I agree. They, yeah, it's it's masterfully done. Do you know what?
2: Uh, I mean, the the problem is there's no like uh, period pieces here. There's no Victorian era stuff, which is usually the shoe in for costume right. design. Not lately. But it just seems like every time there's one, it's like, yeah, let's lean that way. But there's not one here, so it could be anyone's game. But I feel like if they're going to give an award, they're going to give it to the person that gave them costumes in the 50s, costumes in the 60s, costumes in the
0: 70s, because Elvis is going to get this one. Totally. So it's very close, and just I'll, I'll keep playing what I have. So the odds, like we're talking... The closest of this entire list between Black Panther and Elvis. Black Panther? Black Panther narrowly edging out as of this moment. So I will go with it just to be consistent. But I agree that it should be Elvis. However, I'm picking Black Panther. Okay. CG for the win. Now we have international feature film. All Quiet on the Western Front from Germany. Quiet in the front. Business in the back. What? Argentina, 1985 from Argentina. A team of lawyers. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, I can't get over Kent's
2: thing. <laughs> a, ke- a team of lawyers takes on the heads of Argentina's bloody military dictatorship during the 1980s in a battle against the odds and a race against time. Close from Belgium.
1: The intense friendship between two 13-year-old boys, Leo and Remy, suddenly gets disrupted. So it's like Banshees of Sharon, but for kids. Yeah. EO from Poland. Not Follow- to be confused with Captain Yeah, EO. different,
2: different EOs. Follows a donkey who encounters yes, follows a donkey who encounters on his journey good and bad people, experiences joy and pain, exploring a vision of modern Europe through his
1: eyes. Okay. And the quiet girl from Ireland. Rural Ireland, nineteen eighty one. A quiet neglected girl is sent away from a dysfunctional family to live with foster parents for the summer. She blossoms in their care, but in this house, there are meant to be no secrets. She discovers one.
0: Well, let's not believe the point. One of these movies is nominated for best picture. So, yeah, precisely. <laughs> It's going to be that. One. It's insane that
1: RRR was not, not nominated. Not even nominated. Yeah. In, I, I keep wanting to watch it, but it's 3 hours long. Uh, worth every second of the 3 hours. It's all quiet on the western front easily, but it should be RRR.
2: Well, and it's not even nominated. Uh, by the way, Quiet Girl is the first time Ireland's been submitted or been nominated in a best international really? feature. Yeah. Okay. And I I it, it really looked interesting. Well, cause they used to call this foreign language feature, and so they probably didn't include them. Yeah. So well, now it's, it's an international. international feature. But yes, no, it's gonna be true. all quiet on the Western Front. Which when you guys watched it on Netflix, the yeah. default was dubbed English. Annoying. Did you guys keep it on that or did you switch it up? Uh, I watched half the movie
1: that way and then went to subtitles. Just to try it out.
0: I
2: literally stopped the movie and had to be like, nope, we're we're doing subtitles. I do not like dubbing. Yeah, yeah subtitles. I get for it for sure.
1: Next up is best
2: film editing. We have The Banshees of Anishirin. Which is much less scary than The Banshee of
1: Nochnashiga from Darby O'Gill and the Little People. So scary. Elvis. I could have gone with a little less conversation from Tom Hanks. Everything Everywhere all at once. They edited out the most extreme parts, thankfully. (laughs) They they did. Without even clear play, they, they edited it out. Tar.
2: Kate Blanchett shatters the German composer glass ceiling. And Top Gun Maverick.
1: Cut, cut, goose. What? (laughs) <laughs> it doesn't make sense but in, in editing they cut He's
2: not even in there
1: yeah but they mention him a lot <laughs> would you buy that <laughs> all right i'm gonna go with top gun i think this is the runaway favorite here really i think for film yeah, editing yeah for yeah. film editing they make a super tight movie even though it's long uh I well feel
0: allegedly like... they filmed more than peter jackson did for lord of the rings is that what movie. they said I, I heard a rumor yeah but that there's just so so much footage of them in the planes. But that wow. they had to put together so it, it's quite a feat
1: yeah but i mean like it's a, a you know a training movie somehow in the end a war movie <laughs> they was seemingly like they kind of tacked it on but at the You're same time top
2: gun maverick for uh, yeah 5th I, generation fighters you think case. they're
1: actually going to give an award to top gun maverick yes the
2: Academy's going to give it to the one of the biggest fun movies of the oh year. it's probably gonna be tar i don't know but i want top gun to win it's a hard choice when i think film editing As an award category, I think of quick cuts. I think of uh, multiple moving pieces coming together. Sure. And that is Baz Luhrmann to a T. That's what he does in his movies. But do you know who did Baz Luhrmann better than Baz Luhrmann this year?
0: Everything, everywhere, all at once. Mm -hmm. It's going to get film editing for me. I don't know if Baz Luhrmann's been recognized for his style in the past. But if he, he should have been, if he hasn't before, then he won't now.
1: My Le one Roo should have won, and they gave it to Chicago the next year. My one criticism of everything everywhere though is that they're much like uh, every Joe Apatow movie. There's 30 minutes extra. They beat dead horses into the ground. That and was my so favorite scenes actually. They they could yeah right. The beat dead horse in the ground universe. They didn't edit enough no. in that movie.
0: Yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody won this category. So <laughs> That's most England game. Yes, uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once uh, has the best odds, but Top Gun Maverick is really close second. So it could be either one of those. I will go with Everything Everywhere All at Once, even though I don't really like it. Now we have Best Animated Feature Film. Guillermo del Toro's
2: Pinocchio. A Father's Wish magically brings a wooden boy to life in Italy, giving him a chance to
1: care for the child. Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Feature adaptation of the animated short film Interviewing a Mollusk named Marcel. I hate hate it when they do that. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. When
2: Puss in Boots discovers that his passion for adventure has taken its toll, and he is burned through eight of his nine lives, he launches an epic journey to restore them by finding the mythical last wish.
1: Mew. The Sea Beast. When a young girl stows away on the ship of a legendary sea monster hunter, they launch an epic journey into uncharted waters and make history to boot.
2: Turning Red. A 13-year-old girl named Mei-Lin turns into a giant red panda whenever she gets too excited.
0: You know, what's interesting. This is, uh, I don't know. I feel like this is a stronger year for this category. Mm-hmm. And the Disney one is like the, the worst odds. Yeah. And not even a particularly great. It, it
1: may get it, though, because I feel like there's been so much praise for Pinocchio, for example, that everyone can be like, you yeah, remember, remember? Pinocchio
0: or Disney's Yeah. No. yeah. What, uh, the Italian dub with Polly Shore. Oh, and cool. John Heater.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so bad. But I feel like Turning Red was an early year movie that may, like Oscar voters may be like, I remember that one? That was really good. Even though it's not really good compared to Pinocchio, Del Toro's Pinocchio, sorry, or Puss in Boots. Puss in Boots has jumped into my top 10 of the year. I need to see it. I love this movie. Fun good. fact,
2: I have not seen a single one of these. Normally, oh, this man. is in the category. I know all of
1: them. Yeah. you not even see Sea Beast. It's on Netflix. I know. I just haven't. It's okay. Like I am not avoiding any of
0: these. Yeah. Either. Marcel, the shell is a weird one in this uh, category. It's not animated. Because, it, yeah, like they wouldn't nominate the Lego movie because Will yeah. Ferrell's in it. you saying the shell is alive? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That, I don't think it should even be here, but I, by all accounts, it's a heartwarming movie. Speaking of
1: heart, there's heart versus head. And heart says Puss and Boots. My head says Del Toro's Pinocchio del
0: toro pinocchio has the best odds and it ain't close dang it honestly mm-hmm. um but puss and puss in boots is a far way off in third yeah. i'd be happy to not get the points and have puss and boots win yeah the animation I, is incredible i would like puss and boots to win as well but i am also going with pinocchio because science and i'm only voting for Guillermo del toro's pinocchio because
2: tom hanks pinocchio isn't in here for some <laughs> reason weird <laughs> joel's
0: a real boy i'm a real boy <laughs> Now we have cinematography. The camera work. All quiet on the Western front. I war. (sniffs) Bardo, false chronicle of
2: handful of truths. Seriously, uh, Iñárritu needs to really tone down his title. Truthfully. An acclaimed journalist turned documentarian goes on an orneric, introspective journey to reconcile with his past, the present, and his Mexican identity. Elvis, the race of people that Legolas belongs to. (laughs) Wrong. Empire of Light. A drama about the power of human connection during turbulent times set in an English coastal town
1: in the early 1800s. It says nothing about the movie. And Tar. Lydia Tar is a very trebled woman. Uh, Joel, thanks for taking the real ones so that I can read the joke ones. God, it's what I do. I fall on the sword.
0: (laughs) Elvis has surprisingly good odds here, uh, even though it made me want to vomit. Like I was on a roller coaster. Yeah. Uh, however, best odds in this one are for All Quiet on the Western Front, which is a beautiful movie. It is. It, I And it's actually, it's like painfully beautiful.
2: One of the things I, I wanted to say is that I prefer the 1930s All Quiet on the Western Front to the this 2022 remake. I could agree with that. But the one thing I will say they did better is cinematography. It's, it's a yep. beautiful movie. It is. It is definitely a cinematographer's type movie where it's just like shot of a tree for a half hour. But I'm
0: not mad. It's beautiful. Cuz it's so good.
1: I don't know if you guys have seen Tar, but there's two one I've seen them on the shots. Road. Yeah. <laughs> there's two one shots that are about 15 minutes apiece. And usually movies with that do really well with cinema. One shot showing the camera just it looks like the one single camera yeah. movement no cuts. And maybe it's more due to the monologue of Kate Blanchett that carries that, but at the same time very purposeful doesn't cut away. Usually voters love that kind of stuff. They do. But it's going to be the war movie all quiet on the western front.
0: And I, I, w- I wish it was Roger Deakins. I'm a huge Roger Deakins Who fan. Did it, uh, he did Empire of Empire Light. Light yeah. But he also did like Blade Runner 2049 and Skyfall in 1917. Very popular and, name. It was it was like a lot of really good, uh, well-shot movies. So I always root Empire for Empire of Light is not the movie that you want him to win for. Yeah, I always root for him. But this is just a weird nomination. It's, it's, it's like, not a oh, very good movie. What, which one did Deakins do? Yeah. We'll nominate that. Right. So it's kind of at this point, Roger Deakins is the John Williams of cinematography. Truly, like he'll just get the nomination. Mm-hmm. But yes, all quiet on the Western Front for us all. Mm-hmm. All right. Now we have a music again, but original song. We have applause by Diane Warren from Tell It Like a Woman. This is a new one. Uh, tell It Like a Woman. The synopsis is
1: stories of women, both in front and behind the camera.
0: Kill yourself
1: 90s country is so good you guys <laughs> <laughs> that's so mean it is but at the same time the lyrics of this definitely
2: are kind of that you go girl it feels like it that's what the song is which is fine but just i
0: don't know if it's academy award winning song we have the second most popular song from top gun it's hold my hand by lady gaga and blood pop hold my I saw a tweet that said
1: it's funny that everything worked for Top Gun. Everything exploded except for Lady Gaga's
0: song, right?
1: Yeah, but but, I forgot that this song was in the movie. Yeah, it's so try
0: hard. Yeah, it is. It really is like this is going to be the song because it comes on during the movie and then i think it's does it come on during the movie i thought it was only in the the credits it's it's i think it's during the movie you may have forgotten about it because who cares um right i think it's actually i remember one republic song i think it's diegetic like it's being played in a radio or something should have been great balls of fire
2: should have been (laughs) should have been i i don't blame lady gaga though i blame (laughs) blood pop i
0: just love the other lady gaga and blood pop (laughs) we have lift me up by rihanna from black panther
2: Sorry, I fell asleep. Oh, good. There's still an hour 40 left. (laughs) (laughs) Really, I mean, that is, it's a beautiful song, but it just kind of encapsulates the mellow, slow, boring mood of Wakanda Forever, which is basically a beautiful
1: 30-minute tribute. Well, that's saying they're like,
2: hey, we only want you to remember the tributes to Chadwick Boseman. And then like, you know, an hour and a half. Forget about the rest of the movie.
0: Nonsensical. We have Not To Not To by Couple of uh, South Asian fellows uh, from RRR. So that's a new one. So it's a fictitious story about two legendary revolutionaries
1: and their journey away from home before they started fighting for their country in the 1920s. Time to wake up, fellas.
0: Oh, I'm in. This is cool. You try not to move to this. That great. Yeah, I like that. One. Yeah. And this is the. And this is a life by Mitski and David Byrne from Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. David
2: Byrne. Yeah. From uh, um, Talking Heads. Talking
0: Heads, yeah. And in an alter reality, the
2: song from this movie was Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley.
0: Mm. Oh, jeez.
2: But here's the song as it stands there. This is, this is a life. This
1: is a life. Every Where's the snoring Wait, now? Am I
0: in college? I know, seriously. Yeah, this is like college this indie is, pop. This is sad boy college music, yeah. for sure. I absolutely would have listened to this. Yeah. It, it seems like such a
2: bizarre choice for this high energy movie Yeah. that this song comes on. It's like, honestly, like they hit the brakes. Like You're, you're walking through Kate Blanchett's last name and the movie she's in.
0: This movie is, is like... <laughs> well played. This movie is the cinema equivalent of like stepping in water with socks on. Like everything's just a little bit oh, uncomfortable. Oh, you stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Including this song. It's weird. Yeah, so I don't know if this is heart choice, but the uh, jai
1: ho of this decade jai ho is, love is this. yeah, love jai ho. Not to, not to. Uh, okay. This musical number, the, the, this movie is filled with music, and this musical number is so fun in the movie. And if this movie gets anything sad, it's not anything else, but it's the for the song. I feel like it should win. Rihanna might win in my in my research. Everything pointed to not
2: to
0: not to. Okay, good from RRR, and the odds also agree with not to not to from RRR, uh, with Lift Me Up from Wakanda Forever being second. Uh, so I'll go with Not Natu. Okay, great. Nice. That deserves a second play of that song. Let's
2: hear yeah.
1: it.
2: Man, it's just fun.
1: I got to watch this movie. You really do? I, I need to. It's now
0: been overhyped, but it's still fun to watch. It's three hours long. Now we're moving into the final stretch with the big four awards. First, we have actor in a leading role. And for the first
2: time in 88 years, not since the seventh Academy Awards, all of the best actor nominees are first timers. None of them have been nominated before. That's awesome. And this is the... What? Yeah. And there's two of
1: these I'm looking at like, oh, sad. Never been
2: nominated before. Yeah. And in fact, the 16 first time Oscar nominees across the four acting categories is the most first-time nominees in Oscar history. So supporting and... and Love it. All right, we have Austin Butler from Elvis. Austin Butler dives so
1: deep into his character that he gets stuck
0: (laughs) for life. Colin Farrell, Banshees of Inishirin. Farrell
1: is this movie's lucky charm. Brendan Fraser, The Whale. There he wins! Paul Mescal, After Son. What's a new one? Sophie reflects on the shared joy and private melancholy of a holiday she took with her father 20 years earlier. Bill Nye, Living. Not Bill Nye, Bill Nye. Bill Nye. Yeah. A good one. Bill Nye plays a grumpy old man. From, wow. He's really good at that. He is. I love him.
0: He's so good. He's so good. Honestly, this is a good category. Uh, not year. only
1: is good, everyone deserves a trophy. They're all this so is a, this good. This is a really strong category. Um, like, they're all incredible. I, did you see After Sun
2: Kent? Yeah. Because I just watching the trailer and reading the synopsis gave me just,
1: I got so sad. No, it's weird because it's such a slow burn. You're watching it and you're going, nothing's really happening on this holiday. And then you realize, because the movie doesn't tell you, it glimpses it. Yeah. It doesn't tell you that she's watching and remembering these memories with her dad. Because mm-hmm. it's like a do-nothing weekend, but honestly, it made me cry after it was over. I bet. I yeah. read this one. I
0: was like, ah, that'll get me. Yeah. this uh, To me, Austin Butler is like Andrew Garfield last year, who was yes. nominated for Tick, Tick, Boom. A yes. movie that's good. It's fine. Yeah. Like I, I enjoyed the movie just fine. But the performance from Garfield elevated it to a higher level. That's the same thing I feel. I don't really like the movie Elvis. But I really well, like Austin. It seems Butler, like a gimme
1: movie. to give it to someone in a
2: musical biopic, right? That's what I was gonna say. That's why I'm conflicted because the Academy loves musical biopics.
1: But they love, they love biopics. He did better than anyone that's won the award in the past. And this
0: movie is good because of him. Yes. True. It's good in spite of Tom Hanks. But like he makes this movie without without Austin Butler's just full commitment performance in this movie, and how interesting he is. This is a nothing show, and it's not. It's not an impression of Elvis Presley. No, it's no. not. Like He's embodying a. so many Elvis
2: impersonators; it's, it's almost a joke. Yeah. But he does it in a way. You're like that. I sometimes would be like to remind myself that's not really Elvis. Yeah. And well, then he, when they switch at the end, like yeah. they, they switch to real footage at the end, they do this kind of
0: seamless transition. And I say, and I kind of like go, yeah. "Oh yeah!" And how they handled the 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 music and him singing like it's, truly. It's modern technology, right? But it's it's a little bit of Austin Butler's voice and then it transitions into just Elvis's voice over time. Mm. Really clever stuff.
1: That said I think first runner up is Colin Farrell, who might even win the award. He might do it. But he's
0: just so dull. He's pretty long. Stop it. His speech to Brendan Gleason
1: thoughts. in the bar, in yeah. the pub, yeah. is so oh, good. I think he kind of deserves it. In fact every one of these do, but I think we've all picked the front runner. The front runner, the one who should win it. Mm, I liked his movie the least of all these. You
0: did not like Brendan Fraser in The Whale?
1: I liked him in it. I did not like The Whale.
0: You didn't like it? Nope. Tell me more.
1: Well, why not? not. (laughs) It's a little too in your face. I like Darren Aronofsky, who's the director, but it's like the teenage daughter is kind of evil. That's a plot point. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean like almost too evil, right? Everything's a little too extreme. And the way this movie plays out it felt a little insincere.
0: I like. I see. I like. Save her a Brendan Fraser show. <laughs> yeah, I like the movie. However, I agree with your points, but I don't blame Aronofsky. I blame the fact that this is absolutely one hundred percent a stage play, and there is nothing more he could do. Totally with it. correct. And it, as you're watching it, Did it start you have as seen this, this, this one a yet, book? It started as a stage Actually, play. Actually, Zach,
1: for that reason, like it is, it is a great thing they've done.
0: No, it's it's a. I just don't like the story at all. But just even the way that people walk by the window, it just, it feels so much like a stage play. And I mean that in a bad way. Okay. Um, However, Brendan Fraser is so good in this role. You should despise this person. He even tells the character himself tells people to think he's gross. He wants people to hate him because he hates himself. Yeah. But there's something in, endearing about him, the character. There's something so lovable and likable about him. Right. And that makes it so heartbreaking to see him in the position that he's in. Right. And it it makes absolutely makes this movie. You put uh, it, it pretty much anybody else in this. And I'm like, I don't know that this has the same, I don't know, impact or interest. Well, look, the emotional
1: impact that Brendan Fraser gives right it, yes. at this moment
0: and that's discounting all the meta stuff that goes around with it yes. obviously there's a lot of the the outside stuff and the feel-good story just solely looking at the performances mm-hmm. I, I i really appreciated Fraser. and again i i think this is a lesser movie without him i actually yes. don't think it's a good movie without him. him i i think with him it's something worth talking about worth seeing But I also feel that way about Elvis. Yeah. Like Austin Butler makes that movie. Joel?
2: No, if Austin Butler wins, I think there's going to be a lot of disappointed people mm -hmm. because that's the shoe-in vote. But I feel like everyone, Hollywood loves a comeback story. And Brendan Fraser, 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 not Fraser. Fraser, Fraser, Like Laser or Razor. Yes. He has been on this kind of comeback tour and all these uplifting interviews and good just conversations with people. I mean, he's going to cry on stage again. We're all going to love it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So there you go. We're all picking Brendan Fraser. Love it, people Fraser.
0: will roll their eyes at if if Austin Butler went up there, yeah. him speaking, they'd roll their eyes because he's a pretty boy with a bright future. Um, so obviously, and that's what story. It, he feels too new to get the award to me. Sure, the odds as well. I haven't mentioned because I've actually seen some of these movies. This is a great category, however, it, it just by a little bit the odds have Brendan Fraser ahead of Austin Butler. Okay, it's close. Now we have actress in a leading role, uh, Kate Blanchett and Tar. She never boxed down Anna de Armas, what? blonde, like Johann Sebastian Bach. Bach
2: oh, Bach.
1: okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. The story of American
2: actress Marilyn Monroe covering her love and professional
0: lives with a semi-convincing accent. I got to imagine the trailer had a lot of views just because people were curious about the voice mm. and disappointed.
2: That thing is, she looks, she looked looks the part. part. Looks But then as
1: soon as she opened her mouth and started speaking, I'm like, that's not Marilyn Monroe. Andrea Riseborough to Leslie. A West Texas single mother wins the lottery and squanders it just as fast, leaving behind a world of heartbreak. Inspired by two events. And questionably nominated. What?
2: Yeah,
0: we'll get to that. Michelle Williams, The Fablemans. West Spielberg story. Michelle Yeoh. Everything, everywhere, all at once. I gave up on puns at this point. Oh, really? (laughs) I have
2: the best live-action Disney remake ever. Of what? Ratatouille. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, by the way, Michelle Yeoh is the first ever Asian woman nominated in the Best Actress category. Wow. But the, all the focus on this one, not for, I mean, for good or for bad, has been on Andrea Riseborough, uh, who is the mom in the new Matilda Matilda the Musical. Mm-hmm. But From Oblivion as well. Oh, yeah, Oblivion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she,
1: she was nominated kind of by word of mouth. So what the, not the Academy doesn't send these out, but studios generally send out screeners yeah. to... Critics around the world. And they're saying it's almost like a junior high election. They're like, hey, watch vote for, this movie. Vote for Kent's mom. Yeah, vote for Kent's mom. And if they say that enough and people are like, yeah, that's under consideration. I'm going to vote for that. To Leslie has not been seen really up until I think after the new year by any critic. Yeah. But the voters kind of put her name into the list. Yes. So it wasn't officially like sent for your consideration. That's why it is controversial.
2: Well, it's controversial, yeah, cuz then they were saying that people were using their influence to get her on there, but I'll tell you what, after watching the trailer, yeah. This absolutely seems like it Actually,
1: be. everyone's saying this is the greatest performance of the year. Yeah. I've not seen it yet, but, but it looks like that. it looks like Oscar bait. Honestly. But this is between two people, The Incredible and should win performance of Kate Blanchett who won the BAFTA she's basically playing Tilda Swinton i feel like you think so yeah no but i mean it and is they, great performance they're
0: very comparable a lot yeah. of the time
1: but no kate blanchett she's been nominated 9000 times who will continue to be nominated 9000 more times but it's such a good performance but i do believe like the heart choice i think it's kind of been split mm-hmm. at different award shows Yeah, but i think Michelle Yeoh has the best chance for the oscars because they want to highlight Look at us. Look what we did. Yeah. Could so be. I think Michelle but,
0: but here's the thing. And this, we won't know until the award show happens, but this can happen with a movie like this. It could start going south. There's so many awards right. for everything everywhere all at once. We could find out about halfway through the show that it's not actually winning anything. Right. Yeah. And if that's the case, because then, it's a comedy, then you're going to find out that, that Kate but Bunchet will win.
1: She also gets a chance to play in the movie. I mean, at least on screen, seven to eight different performances. Yeah, which is fun to see. Sure. So I, but I think, as stated earlier, I don't really
2: care for this movie. But she's very good. mm -hmm. I'm telling you what, though, if if Michelle Yeoh does win, Kate Blanchett is going to beat the tar out of her. (laughs) 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 I think it should be Michelle Yeoh only because of the variety of performances she was able to give, or maybe even Andrea Riseborough because it's that you know single mom struggling, really you know kind of. She's I hate just to call it a real. Person. Well, I hate to call it the ugly role, but that's yeah. a lot of actresses go do the ugly role where they kind of right. just you know look terrible to prove that they can act, and they're not just you know focusing on their look. Sure, but I think Kate Blanchett's going to take it. <gasps> oh, wow. Whoa, that's good. Hot take. Yeah. Odds that the they I, everything seemed to point to Kate Blanchett. I kept being like, well, what about Michelle Yeoh? Kate yeah. Blanchett.
0: Wow. Odds are extremely close for both of them. Uh, however, Michelle Yeoh is just barely ahead, and I appreciate that because um, is is. Great performances. I'm, I'm sure I haven't seen it yet. Uh, Kate Blanchett gives uh, and the scenes that I've seen, she's amazing. Um, it is one of those you're playing another person thing. Mm-hmm. And that certainly can factor in. They love that. So, Biopic. However, I'm going to go with Michelle Yo because the odds say so. Okay. Yeah. I like that we're diverging from each other. Same. Little bit. Now there's directing. Best director Banshees of Inishirin, Martin McDonough. We used to be friends a long time ago. Everything Everywhere, all at once. With Daniel Kwan
2: and Daniel Scheinert. I literally wrote here, I would rather give myself paper cuts between my fingers than write another joke about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's in the movie. It is. The Fablemans, Steven Spielberg. Just wait for when he does a movie about the making of this autobiographical
1: movie. The downloadable content of this one's going to be great. Tar by Todd Field. Hits all the right notes. <laughs> I wrote a joke for that one, but not any of the others. <laughs> I put what in tar
2: nation did this movie oh, do to universe. get all
1: these awards? That's the fandom. It's Tar the tar nation. Ah,
0: that's what they call themselves? yeah and Triangle of Sadness, Ruben Ostlund.
2: The other movie about rich people getting what's coming to them. You know,
0: because they're rich. There we go. Okay. Steven Spielberg can't get an award about himself, right? Like, that doesn't make any sense. But it's like a, a pat on the back. And it's, just, a lo- it's a love of filmmaking film. And the Academy loves
1: movies about loving I, films. Until they uh, don't. By the way. Like La La Land. Super underwhelmed by The Fable
0: I liked it a lot. I will watch it
1: again. Up it's until probably the,
0: the only movie I'll watch again.
1: The end of the movie I loved. So which part? His interview with John Ford. Really? The uh the horizon part. That's great. It actually made the movie for me. Like the very last shot. Uh huh. So it's either between the Daniels, who did everything everywhere, which I don't know if they're the front runners, <laughs> but I'm I'm this in the a, first time I've noticed they both had the first name of Daniel. <laughs> no, they, they they call him the Daniels. Daniels. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but I'm going to give mine to Steven Spielberg. Wow. Really? Split it. Yeah. See, and I'm
2: going on kind of stats here. I mm-hmm. mean everything was pointing in this direction anyway, but then uh Daniel Kwan and Daniel uh Scheinart. Is that how you say his name? Yes. They won the Directors Guild of America honors, which has gone to eight of the last ten oh, eventual best director winners.
0: You're right, then. Odds are in their favor, and overwhelmingly so. Uh, is that, does Vegas agree with me, Zach? Vegas agrees with you. Uh, the odds are so far in the Daniels' favor. Um, Disappointingly so, though. I I think Spielberg did, they did a great do. job. As I was watching The Fabelmans, I, I just I turned to my wife and and go this movie is perfectly fine. I'm enjoying it, but you can just tell it is made on another level. Like movies aren't made like that anymore. And again, especially in this MCU world we live in now. Sure. It it was really nice to see just a solid, well-made movie with interesting shots and interesting camera movement and a labor of love from Steven Spielberg. That said the Daniels are my pick because odds, (laughs) you guys are going to (laughs) blow me out of the water, but (laughs) we'll see. Yeah. I, I don't want to be right. And finally, we have best picture. There are 10 nominees in this category, which is too many. There are 10 nominees because
2: they're doing the thing where they're trying to pull in people because they can get up to 10. It's went, the yeah, apology yeah. to the Dark Knight. We all understand. Yeah, It's the Dark Knight nominations. We call that. All Quiet on the Western Front. Shh. Avatar, The Way of Water. The Less Than Triumphant Return of Jake Sully. Or, shh,
0: water. Banshees of Inishirin. <laughs> pull my finger. Elvis. Whoa! (laughs) At this point, it's just like the one-line
2: zingers. Everything, everywhere, all at once. The real Multiverse of Madness. The Fablemans. Spielberg's List. Tar. It's sticky.
0: Top Gun Maverick. Tom Cruise still got it. Triangle of Sadness. Rich people's pain is funny. And women talking. Still. (laughs) Men listening.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this is the big one. And I have it split. I have uh, Steven Spielberg winning the director. I don't know if they're going to give it to the Daniels and to this movie, but I do think Everything Everywhere All at Once will win the best picture. It Which will is, be.
2: It doesn't make sense to it's me. insane. Why
1: doesn't it make sense?
2: Because it's a comedy. It's the, a sci-fi. Listen, the These do not win. The Fable Mints
1: is not a best picture not, winner. It's not a comedy. It's not a comedy. And in fact, Joel... It's a goofy you've, movie. You've often fought for comedies to oh, be no. included more. Absolutely, I do. And that's why yes. I think this
2: is just one of those kind of just... The reason I'm mad is because everything's pointing to it, and I'm like, you're getting your hopes up, people.
1: Sure. It's not going to win. Uh There is one movie that I truly think deserves the win, and I think in history, people may go, really? A sequel? But the movie that deserves the win is Top Gun Maverick. Fun fact, this is the first time in Best Picture history where there's two sequels in one ceremony. Yeah, with
0: the, and they're the biggest
1: money earners, Do obviously. See,
0: yeah. Do you say that because of the movie that it is, it's, or the impact?
1: It is. It's the impact. It's the Grand Uniter, a critic's... Fans, all demographics. Is the Adele's hello of movies. Truly. Really, all demographics love this movie. It is so insane to see people just wholeheartedly agree on how much they love a movie.
0: Yeah. It, and it, that's top gun. I, I can't recall another time where everyone's like, oh, have you seen it? Oh, of course I have. I loved it. It right. was great. How, how did uh, Triangle of Sadness
1: eke its way into the best picture? It's so strange and there's a little bit of tragedy involved behind the scenes. And so... It's kind of a sympathy plea mm-hmm. as well. It is tied, behind the scenes? tied for the last I'll place. I'll tell you later. Okay.
0: Yeah. It's tied for last place in the longest odds with yeah. Avatar and women talking.
1: Yeah. But I think it's going to be the indie comedy that could. And I think everything everywhere is going to take it for sure. Now, here's here's the problem is that
2: I feel like, like I said, all signs are pointing towards everything everywhere all at once. Like I kept seeing that and I'm like, but it's a comedy. They're not going to give it to a comedy. They're not going to give it to a comedy. But it also incorporates some other elements that are checklist items for the Academy that they enjoy. It could go to Elvis because it's a biopic. And, you know, kind of that timeline, seeing them grow up and all the makeup and everything. It could go to All Choir on the Western Front again because it already won Best Picture in 1930. Sure. But at the same time, I just have to go back. I, I can't vote with my heart. I've learned against that. I'm going with my head. I'm going with what everything was pointing at. It's everything. Everywhere, Dang it. All I it want wants. you to go with your heart on this one. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I'm just frustrated because, I don't know, it doesn't seem like it's going to win, but all saints are pointing to it. So I'm having that little disconnect
0: there. And I get it. And it's making me stressed out. And I don't have a heart. So <laughs> odds are. All right, every, 10 men. Everything, everywhere, all at once. And you'll be so angry. I will be so mad if yeah. it wins because I don't, I don't appreciate this movie uh, very much. Yeah, it's a shame. I it's, liked it. I didn't love, I it, love as it as much as everyone liked it. But best picture. Best picture picture. Right you want with in, Coda? The, in the end for, animals for me, of time. It's,
1: for me, it's most surprising picture.
0: <laughs> sure. Yeah. It's it's odd. It's bizarre. It's somehow almost approachable A24 movie. Mm-hmm. The highest grossing A24 picture. No,
1: it's yeah. it's Top Gun. It should be the winner. Straight. I'm, I'm I would go to bat for that. Top, but you're you're
0: choosing No, no, it? no. It's everything everywhere. But I just want Top Gun to win. Top Gun is a more important movie. Banshee's Minishiran feels like a movie that would win on a normal year. Um, all Quiet on the Western Front is... Has a lot of buzz behind it right a, now. Uh, is is having a moment. Yes. That could push it. But uh, yeah, odds uh, say everything everywhere all at once. Now, these are not far and away odds. So anything could happen, obviously. We saw that happen last year with CODA. Which yeah. came out of nowhere and won. Yeah. But uh, sounds like it is everything everywhere all over the Oscars. That's so a new there headline. There
2: we go. Yeah. There are our votes Woo. and our picks for the 95th Academy Awards. Get in now and get your votes in by clicking on our link and so you could fill out our ballot and you could win $50 to your local movie theater or Golden
1: Corral. Why not? Why not? I would like that, though. <laughs> All right, before we go, we'd like to thank some patrons. We have the I'm the Listener category, which is Lady Terrier Finley, Jennifer Kielkowski, Braden Winterton, Sir and Madam Hicks, Adam and Rachel Crump, Scott Sprague, Juice, the cool King Swallow, Andrew Dancing Through the Fire, Casey Cummings, Ryan and Marley, Dave Kelly, Angela Plotz, Briggs is Hot, Shannon West, and Rocky and Steph. And from the Bacon Council, we have Nicole D. hale the one, the only Chris Anderson, Johnny English, the Brick, Steven, everyone's favorite Ross, Her Royal Highness Jessica Terry, our favorite couple, the Madsons, Star Wars expert Kyler, Glow Clan Daniel, Debbie Foster, and Beaker. Thank you, patrons. You are the women to our talking. <laughs> that makes me
2: giggle. <laughs> But if you want to find me, you can find me at 76Joel on Twitter. You can find me Performing with Quickwits. They perform at the Midville
1: Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcommy.com or go to the Quickwits Facebook page. If you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. If you want to read my movie reviews, it's ShowtimeShowdown.com.
0: If you'd like to connect with me, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram. It's at Tumbling Mustard. But more importantly, make sure you're following Bacon Sale. Please like that Facebook page and go to at Bacon Sale on Twitter and Instagram. While you're doing that, stop by tpublic.com Bacon Sale, where you can get yourself some merch and become a uh, build. Board of bacon sale. And if you like what's going on here and you want to support us further, visit patreon.com slash bacon sale, where you can see all sorts of fun stuff starting at only three dollars a month, including behind the scenes conversation about an upcoming bracket. What? Wow. Patreon.com slash bacon sale. So until next time, rest in peace. My chances at
1: Golden Corral.
2: Where's Ethel Merman when you need her? Kreps. Kreps craps. Angela Bassett did the thing.
0: It helps the tum-tum. Compliments himself. But <laughs> Very also handsome. Is that a reward or a punishment? Both.
2: If we have to go there by ourselves, have you ever gone by yourself to a Golden Corral? That's so sad. That would
0: be so sad. Uh, yes, and it's not that sad, okay? <laughs> oh, women talking. This is this a horror movie? So like a Weezer album. He's- it's like Nazis' dads.
1: <laughs> yeah, actually... Um, actually <laughs>
0: <laughs> no Night no. ride is a real time. One shot about a dealer.
1: Guys, can't do
2: It's not that one. Different night ride. <laughs> Different night ride.
1: <laughs> 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 IMDb? Well, there goes the joke that we did work so hard on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> on. Are there three night rides? Okay. <laughs> uh, hold on. <laughs> three. Hold on for real. <laughs> Hey, Zach, you ready for- hold on. Can <clears throat> cut that all out. Third first, same as the first. <laughs> yep, yeah, that's <but> not. <laughs> <laughs> I it's the other. seriously would have jumped the across the table <laughs> by <of all> the <laughs> to one for 2017 Sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise sells ice. One, two, three. So, so, so sad. sad. That your... show. <laughs> so <laughs> angry.
1: So sad. No, sad, so, sad. so mad. Zach, sad. Sad. Your... no, no.
0: Change the M to an S. Zach, oh. Zach you're going a stroke. Will your wife approve that? <laughs> <laughs> you no, know it doesn't make me mad or sad. Good production design. Similar.